Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode 421. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Before I jump into the content of today's episode, I want to let you know that you can find all the books that I'm going to be talking about as part of my summer 2018 reading list at thekimsutton.com forward slash pp421. If you have read any of the books that I mentioned and you would love to give your own feedback, I would love for you to leave a comment there. Or if you haven't read them and are interested, there will be links so that you can easily find them. And again, that's at thekimsutton.com forward slash pp421. So this summer is a great journey through a book, and it's a lot of finishing up books that I had already started, as well as starting a couple more. And while I was trying to get on a plan where I only read one book at a time, I'm realizing that that system just does not work for me. Depending on where in the house I am, there might be a different book that I want to pick up, and I have been conveniently leaving any one of the books that I'm reading in different locations, so that when I find myself having downtime, I can just pick up the book. So the first book that I wrapped up is Worthy by Nancy Levin. I started reading this book in 2017, and the subtitle is Increasing Your net worth by increasing your self-worth. It might be something a little bit different than that, but I just want to give you the gist. I actually don't have it in front of me right now, which I know is poor planning on my part, but I was just so excited to share this with you. And I honestly can't find where my kids put the book. Anyway, in this book, Nancy Levin explores different financial struggles that women particularly have in their lives when it comes to their finances. A lot of this can be lack of confidence or the way that we were raised in our childhood, but it's definitely an interesting book to read if you find yourself in a constant battle with money. She goes through every section, giving you questions to answer, worksheets are provided, and just a whole lot more. So that is Worthy by Nancy Levin. I definitely encourage you to read it. The next book that I wrapped up was Lingo by Jeffrey Shaw, who was a former guest on the podcast. It's all about speaking the hidden language of your ideal clients. And I will tell you, there were so many ahas in the reading of this book. One in particular talked even about how we price our products and services. Are you looking to serve clients who are financially conscious or are not financially conscious. And what I mean by that is, are you looking to work with people who are struggling or are you looking to work with people who may be a little bit more established financially? And I know this might sound discriminatory, but it really does relate to the way that you price your products. If you've been into a Walmart recently, you might have noticed how every single one of their signs has like a dot 99 or dot 97 after the price. So nothing is just $4, but it might be 397 or 399. And that goes store wide. And I don't mean to stereotype the shoppers of Walmart, but typically they're a little bit more cost conscious than say if you went to Macy's or Marshall's or Target. So just think about how you're pricing your products or services and what those extra digits at the end might be conveying to your ideal clients. 
Is this a cheap product or no? Just something to think about. Again, that book, and there's so much more in the book, by the way, is Lingo by Jeffrey Shaw. The third book that I'd love to discuss is 8020 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall. And Perry is the guest on episode 450. So stay tuned for that one. But the reason why I want to bring this up is because during my chat with Perry, we started talking about how 20% of the people in our lives or 20% of our clients will contribute to 80% of our income or 80% of the drama that we see in our lives. And the same is true for sales and marketing. 20% of our sales and marketing will contribute to 80% of the results we see. Now, in full disclosure, I'm only about a quarter of the way through this book, but it is already blowing my mind. And I have to say that as a result of talking about the 80-20 rule with Perry on that episode, I realized I needed to make some changes in my business and let a couple clients go who, although were not making up 80% of my business's income, were taking up probably 95% of the time. In total truth, that 95% of the time may have only been making up 5% of my income. And if I'm going to have a profitable business, this is not the way it can be. Even take a look at your social media feeds. Let's just pick on Facebook, for example. When you're scrolling down your feed and looking at your friend's posts, are you finding that 80% of the drama comes from 20% of the people? I'll tell you that that's the case for me. And those people go, I don't need to be going onto social media and seeing drama post after post by the same person. But what's most interesting about the book is that even after you get rid of the 20% of the people who are causing 80% of the drama, there's a new 20% of the people who will be causing 80% of the drama. So the cycle goes on and on and you just have to decide when you're going to cut it out. Again, that book is 80-20 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall. The last book that I would love to share with you, and I cannot believe that I have only just started reading it now, six years into my business, is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And in this book, he talks about how we can be the technician or the manager or the entrepreneur in our business. And I just wish that I had started reading it years ago because I have been the technician in my business for way too long. Just recently, have I really started stepping out of the technician role and into the entrepreneur and managerial role, which I love so much more. The entrepreneur is the one who comes up with the ideas. The manager has to figure out who's going to do them and the technician builds them out. But I'll tell you, there is no reason why I have to be building everything out. Even when I'm working on client work, I should have a team who's doing all that. And now, thankfully, I do. I can hop on strategy calls with clients, turn over the strategy to my team and have them build it out while I go on to another strategy call. And that does not mean that the work is going to be done with any less quality than I was doing. It just means that I am freeing up my time to keep on doing what I love while my team can do what they love. Now, I do want to mention this is not necessarily discussed in the book, although I'm not done with this one yet either. But you do need to find team members who really do love what they do. If you hire someone who just wants the money and is taking the job just so they can get paid, you're probably not going to have great quality of work. So make sure you do find somebody who's exceptionally passionate about the tasks that you're giving them. 
So those are my four books on my summer 2008 reading list. One more time, they are Worthy by Nancy Levin, Lingo by Jeffrey Shaw, 8020 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall, and The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And you can find all their links at thekimsutton.com forward slash pp421. Now with all this said, read some good books and make it a positive and productive day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six to seven figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level. Thank you.